This is The Journey, a series of interviews by Kathy Wardle with members of St. Joseph Catholic Community who each speak about their faith journey. WSJF will air a new conversation each week. Here's the host of The Journey, Kathy Wardle. to the journey we've had a break and this is a new year and some new episodes for the year 2023 and uh, i'm happy to be back with you because there are a lot of journeys yet to be told and yet to be listened to so i thought i'd start out this year with one of my tougher ones um and here to um start out our new series of episodes is our special guest and here he is we have Father John Morgan. What do you think of that? <laughs> We're going to do this um, sort of as a self-interview. There's nobody going to interview us. We're going to just start chatting and hope, uh, hope you find something of interest. Welcome, Father John. Well, thank you. Should Glad I call you here. Father John? Um, that's a good question, and that's probably one of the things that everybody will want to hear well, about, right? Well, yeah, people have asked me. What, what do you call me? Yeah, what should I call him? What do you call him? <laughs> right, I yeah. call him, come here, let's do this. So, you know, we, we wanted to talk a little bit from the perspective of our marriage being um, sort of a unique uh, little arrangement here. Uh, people ask me all the time. In fact, I got it again today. Um, I told them that my husband was a Catholic priest, and they, the classic question, and you might be asking this too, how does that work? Um, and so every time I get asked that, you know, it's, it's actually a new opportunity. And I'll tell you, um, I love talking, as you know, and I love listening to people um, ask questions and, and asking questions. Um, so we're going to talk about that from the standpoint, um, I don't know, first of all from our marriage, and then I'll talk about how it is to be a priest's wife. All right. So um, we had um, an unusual beginning because we were both in our, should we say, late 30s. And um, I had we had mutual friends mm -hmm. who set us up as a blind date. Okay, but up and up. Yeah, she was blind and I was the date. Okay. <laughs> the old joke here. <laughs> he loves to tell that joke, and it's a it's a fun story because you know at that point we realized we needed help to find the right person, and uh, so our great friends um, right. prayed and. Um, I, I'm a believer in, in arranged marriage. I know. Yeah. So if anybody needs the same, you know, we're, we owe the universe um, another matchup. So you know we're happy to do that. But our friends put us together. Um, to see what would happen and lo and behold it took right you know we met in April of 92 and we're married in December and you like to say something about that right well you know it, there's everything's got a plus and a minus the plus about getting uh, married later in life is you've been around the block a while you, you have more intentionality you know yourself better and so on and so forth so we we started out on our first date doing life journeys you know, we've done some life journeying here over the years at St. Joseph. I shared her my life journey. She shared hers, and um, we started thinking right away of goals. Why, you know, you know, why are we getting married, and um, how can we two together, uh, you know, um, multiply what we could have done if we were separate, you know, in. In the ministry, we were very ministry oriented, right? Yeah, when we were dating, we walked on the beach and talked about, you know, his vision for his future, um, my vision too, and, you know, and I totally 
was ready and sort of, I guess, raised uh, to be this because my father was a minister and my mother was a pastor's wife. And so I had a long um, uh, history of mentorship watching my mother do yeah, this. Yeah. Um, and so it was sort of a natural thing for me, although I, you know, didn't calculate that we'd be in this uh, particular kind of situation, but actually, right after we were married, January first, we took a prayer day. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. It I was his we, idea. That's where we wrote up our our goals, you know. And and one of them, believe it or not, was to work with Catholics. Of course, back then we were Protestants, and we had a lot of nominal Catholic friends, you know. And we wanted to see them get excited about Jesus and. We had no idea that we would become Catholic to work with Yeah, Catholics. guys, that was 30 yeah. years ago. Yeah, right. right. So yeah, God does have his ways, doesn't he? And yeah. so being that that was 92 and we didn't get into the Catholic Church till 2012. That's right. Yeah, it was a long journey, yeah. That was a good, what, 20 yeah. years? Right. And then, lo and behold, here we are. So Yeah, but, you know... A part of that was in the year 2000 where we decided to join together a religious community that was Episcopalian um, in origin, but we would call it more Anglican now. Um, and, um, and we actually became professed members with our kids. We raised them from 2000 to 2010. Nine. Nine. Yeah, there. And it was there that we got into the rhythm of the, of the Catholic calendar um, and uh, became more and more familiar with liturgy and more, I guess we would say, more, more leaning in the Catholic direction so that whenever the ordinary of the chair of St. Peter opened up for Anglicans to come in, we were there at the front yeah, door. Yeah, we, we had in. our training. You know, it was a good uh, good right. training wheels for what we ended right. up going into. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we really loved working together. You know, we, we did a lot of work together as a community, um, as a couple, with other couples, with families, and um, it was yeah. it was certainly something that fulfilled the vision that we didn't even know was was going to work out like that. And when the community folded, um, then we, you know, sort of went back to the drawing board a little bit. Why don't you tell that part? Because then you were Anglican? Well, yeah. So um, I was already a priest, a priest as a, an Anglican in 2001. But in 2009... Um, I was priested again <laughs> in another Anglican outfit, and finally in 2012, 2013, as a Roman Catholic priest, it's got three in, three in here out. You know? <laughs> okay, <laughs> ordained three times. The third one stuck. Okay, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, there was a bit of a transition into what we call the ordinary. Um, I started on staff here at, um, in 2014, and at the same time, I was pastoring the little St. Timothy's Church that has now come over from Catonsville to our St. Joseph uh, Historic Catholic Church downtown Sykesville. Is that what you were looking for? Yeah, well, so that interim was an Anglican time and the St. Timothy's Ordinariate time, and then that's, you know, when we entered the Catholic Church. And, you know, it was, 
it was probably more shocking for me than him because for him to be a priest, like he said, he'd been ordained two other times. Um, but this time felt very different because I was taking on that role as a Catholic priest. Yeah, tell, why. Tell, tell us how about that yeah. looks like. <laughs> how that for you? Well, you know, I, I watched my mother, right? I said I watched this Protestant um, pastor's wife all my all my life, and she was very involved. Plus, she had some talent and skills that, that I don't have. She played the piano. She uh, was the choir director. She led the handbell. She did like you name it, she well, that's did. That's a typical Protestant pastor. Place. Yeah, so you have some gifts that she doesn't have, and uh, isn't know, he nice? And, yeah. and one of them is <laughs> interviewing people like this. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. You're right. Thank you. He, um, I didn't have those, but I, you know, other things. But the biggest shock, I guess, was just um, talking to people and knowing that. For the large measure, people didn't know what to do with me. You know, they had never seen one of me before, and so I felt, and sometimes still feel like an alien, and um, the role of a Catholic priest's wife, especially in a big chair, uh, parish like this, is um, it just not anything like I watched in, in the Protestantville. So I'm just hanging out being myself, and when things happen, um, I'm happy to, to join in. Um, but I do enjoy this, the journey, and it, it capitalizes on some of my professional skills. Um, but I, I enjoy um, listening and sharing stories that increase faith. So I guess I'm my own little evangelist. I don't know. You're, you're trailblazing in a whole new <laughs> way. <laughs> so if anybody else has a job description for um, a Catholic priest wife, please feel free to send it to me. I, you know, I'll take a look it over and you know, see, see what can happen. Well, I think our 15 minutes is up probably. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, thanks for inviting me into your show. Well, thanks for coming. Great to have you on here. And um, I'm really excited about the journeys that we're going to be hearing the next couple months. Um, and if you are interested in sharing your journey, I just want to encourage you. It's just talking about your life, and it's very simple and easy. But it's so helpful to people because little snippets of this and that uh, are important for us to hear to encourage us to take out take steps of faith like, like and, we did. And um, let me just say this. This is program, the journey, is one of the most popular ones that you are looking at. So this has um, an impact on the community. So, yeah. 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 So we'll see you later. You've been listening to The Journey with our host, Kathy Wargel. WSJF will air a new conversation with Kathy each week. Please continue to listen for new interviews on The Journey from St. Joseph Catholic Community.